Welcome to Relationship. I'm Stacy. My name is Oasha Lopez. You did pronounce your name the other day. <laughs> I did. I mispronounced You it. have a whole bit. You do these things. When people, people, when you walk away uh-huh. in groups, if they people don't know you, they turn and go, how do you say her name? Yeah. Did I say her name right? I said mm-hmm. Oja. And I'll yeah. say what your name is or whatever. Yeah. It happened last night. Thank you. It happens everywhere. And you talk about it on stage in your stand-up. You mispronounced your own name. You read it wrong. I did. I read it. I was moving too fast. Hosa is what I said. said Hosa. Hosas. Hosas. Well, I'll tell you, um, I was reading something and it had my own name in it in the story. Yeah. And I just, I was like, oh, that's too hard to say. It's too hard to say. I was like, I get what everybody's been talking about this far. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have people who are like, can I call you Cindy? No. So yeah. what about, uh, so something happened to you recently. Do you want to talk about that? The name thing. You put it on Facebook. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I could talk about that. So to say what happened, real quick. Yeah, I um, at my job, okay. I um, it's already not quick. I'm yeah, just gonna sorry. notice that. Okay, okay, super quick. At my job, I was uh, in a meeting, and my bosses were talking to a client, and the client didn't know that I was in the room because I was taking notes. And at one point, what came up was me going on site for that client and helping them with some stuff on the ground. And the lady was like, "Um, well, can she speak English? And all she knew about me was my name. She didn't know anything else about me. Um, and my boss insisted like, yeah, she speaks perfect English. And I couldn't speak up at that moment cause I was not in the meeting yet. Like, you can't defend yourself. Yeah. Um, so I'm just kind of writing a lot of the notes down and this lady asks three times. So f- first time you, you kind of like ugh, laugh at all. Yeah. And then the second, like, what do you think? I just, at that point, I, first of all, I was like, man, this lady fucking sucks. Eh? Yeah. And then honestly, the thing that I got sad about was really like, because it felt like she just didn't want to give me that opportunity just because of my name. Mm. I was like, how, literally in my mind, I was like, how many times has somebody thought this about me and I just wasn't on the other end to I'm find s- out what they really thought, you know? I'm so sorry that happened to you. Have you ever watched Freakonomics? I have not. So they ta- they had do a whole episode about this. Mm. It's a book that turned into like a little series. So they they talk about this. The name, same resume, different names, and it's the more like whitewashed names that get picked. Mostly. Michael Day Day has a joke, my favorite joke of his. It's so good, yeah. My parents named me Michael, how they spell it, blah, blah, blah. And he says it stands for throw me in the trash. Yeah. Throw the stress me in the trash, which I think is funny. Yeah. But then it happened to you. It did make me mad, but fuck. I thought it was a guy who did it. Yeah. You know, no, that's, that's my bad. That's your bad, yeah. Ladies can be racist, <clears throat> too. I've heard a little bit of that. Um, women just are generally so perfect and, yeah. like, without fault. Um in my mind. Yeah, uh, it's hard to peg them down it, like that. It did happen at my salon, even, oh. where we hired a new cleaning lady through the lady who cleans my house. So I referred this new woman. Mm-hmm. I never met her. And she speaks Spanish. And they, one of the people that work there had a, a little bit of a problem with it because she was out of her own frustration of being able to, like, 
communicate with her and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I just don't fucking think you can say that shit. She doesn't speak English. So what? Like Google Translate on your phone. Yeah. Know? I yeah, I I think the there's there's the the duality there, which is like there's one idea that immigrants who come here don't want to adapt and they want to it's it's actually really hard to learn a new language. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Especially when you're isolated in a new place and the only people that you have and know are your own family. Mm-hmm. And to find that kind of connection, like you get so close to your family and it's really hard to venture out yeah. and put yourself in a situation where you don't know what the hell people are saying. It's very delicate. You feel very vulnerable. And, you know, when my family members move here after I've been here for years, I try to encourage them to find friends that aren't their own family. But, I mean, just imagine as an American, like, you get so much of your context and identity from the people that are around you Mm -hmm. that when you have to venture outside of that, it is incredibly difficult. And so adapting isn't just like, I'm going to get out there and speak English. You have to genuinely be like, get out of your comfort zone in a a way that maybe you've never done before. So it's a... I cannot, I have tried to speak other languages. I've done it. And I know I haven't been immersed in the country, but Jesus, anybody who gives them shit, I just don't get it. Just Google Trends. It's on your phone. It is. It just, it, you can actually speak any language because (laughs) if your phone is charged, you're fine. Yeah, you are fine. And yeah, I don't know, just from the work perspective, at that point, this is what I got from a lot of people. Well, it's good that you knew that about them. So now you don't, you, you like dodged a bullet, you know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, but I dodged that money too. You know what I mean? Like, so you don't think you'll get to go work there? I, you know, I think I probably will, but it'll be, uh, I don't know if I'll be stressed out or uh, I hate the feeling of like, I'm going to go win these people over. I, in my mind, I'm like, fuck you. you I'm going to go dance for the masses. Yeah, like yeah. that's kind of what it feels like. And um, But take their money. Yeah, you know? I will take their money. I, there's, yeah, just the sensation of having to, to kind of prove myself in that regard. It's like, are you a human with dignity? I'm like, look, I am. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like a baseline of respect. Was it your boss that you love? On the phone? No, no, no. This okay, is this is person. a boss from a client of ours. Oh, okay, so okay. She, I don't interact with her um, until we have a contract signed with them and mm-hmm. I, we provide these services. What did she say? Is she a white woman? No, my boss is like a she she a, she Mexican. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, she's Mexican, and she's she was great. She was like, hey, she speaks Spanish <laughs> and English yeah. as well. So if you need somebody who can do both, there you go. But um, I think she was, I don't know if she got burnt before the client lady, um, but like they had somebody who spoke only Spanish and it just really didn't work, you know? Mm -hmm. But in any case, it's like once somebody has told you that they speak English, shut the fuck up. Would you consider by going by Amanda Dagger instead? Um, Because that's part of your name too. That is part of my name too. And that sounds white, right? Does that, that does sound? sound it, sounds, it sounds like I should be um, in a band. Amanda Dagger? Um, yeah. And I'll, and I'll sing stuff. Da Dagger. Da Dagger. No. Let's break that down. A man. Duh. Dagger. 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 Dagger sounds like a kid with a speech impediment trying to say the N word. Dagger. Oh, yeah. Dagger. Yeah, hey, so I don't like it. That's very rude. Well, that's your last name. It's not mine. (laughs) Um, Not my problem. Um, Okay, we have a guest here. We do. Very excited to have him. Um, This is an artist in town. You can see his stuff online. He does shows sometimes. He's a fan of comedy. 
Yeah. And funny to us. He um, does funny stuff in his art, too. Yeah. He does some comedy art. Matthew Kelly DeBeau. You can say hi now. Hello, relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you here, baby? You made it. Relationship. Hollywood. Hey, you know, we have not thought about what we should call our listeners and our fans. You know how, like, um, you know how like people from The Voice and um, from uh, yeah, like um, Gaga has her monsters. Yeah, what do we have? Relationshitters? Is that definitely? Does that feel right? Hey, relationshitters. Shitters. Thank you for listening in. Wouldn't we just say shitters though? Because it needs okay. to be like a nickname. Yeah, shitters is good. Shitters. Hi, hey, shitters. I have not thought about that because I still don't believe we have any fans. So, um, I mean, I get. You know, if we did, then they would once rate or twice us. a year. Uh huh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, once or twice a year. You should be like, what's up, relation shitters, shifter, shippers, shipper, well, shifter, shitters, shipper, shit. Sh- how did it end? Shipper, shifter, shitters. <laughs> oh, yeah. They are some shifty, shitty. You ship. know, ship nowadays, ship means to put in a relationship. Yeah, but the other stand. for other people to do that to you. Yeah. Like ship them. Yeah, you boat. Yeah, boat. that's really they dock the boats together. That's and Stan, I think. What is that? I don't. It's something along the same. Like I stand for them. Like stand. Or no, stan? stan. And it's Stanley. like, yeah, I, I I think like a a fourteen year old <laughs> would know what I'm talking about. No idea. Or maybe somebody who's a teacher or something. Yeah, who interacts with 14 I haven't read Tiger Beat in a while, but I did know that... Does that like, still exist? No, I don't think so. I think it's now just called Tumblr, you know, with, with porn. Oh, Tumblr with porn. <laughs> well, it's like pictures of hot boys from like what, Arrow and Riverdale? Hey, those boys are hot. What's the one with the two hot boys, Supernatural? Okay. People, I, I thought you were about to say Cody and Zach's sweet life. No, but hey, I saw them one time in person. In person? Have I told you the story? No. Okay. Uh, it was in New York a couple years ago, and I was going to meet two friends there for lunch, and I was on the west side. I don't really go to the West Village a lot, and so I went to a restaurant. There's beautiful, all around, like, just beautiful streets in New York in this area, you know, and... I just went to this like authentic looking Italian restaurant there. So I'm sitting in there and I'm the only one in there with a girl. And then these two guys walk in and I was like, Oh, they're beautiful. And I'm just kind of looking at my phone. And then I look back up and I'm like, Oh my God, they're like really beautiful. And they're twins. And then I was looking at their face and I was like, Holy shit. Oh my God. That's Zach and Cody Sprouse. So I looked, I watched them. My friends came. They didn't know who they were. At all. They were just too hot. Dude. Hot. Beautiful mint. Like very twink looking. Very like thin. Very gorgeous face. Mm-hmm. Like beautiful. Like they're cute on TV, right? Yeah. They were just. That's why I were, brought them up. They were know? striking. That's how I noticed them. And one of them had like a violin or something. And so they ate their meal. They laughed and talked with each other. And I had met with my friends. You know, we ate our meal. And when they left, I asked the waitress. And she was like, yeah, they come in all the time. She didn't give a shit. Were you just like watching them the whole time? Yeah. But <laughs> as I w- if even if they weren't Zach and Cody, which they were, um, they were so beautiful and interesting to watch that I was already looking at them. Um, and just That's so exciting. Really beautiful people are really exciting. Just very be- When I saw Drew Barrymore one time too, I was taken aback by how beautiful she was, like her skin and stuff glowing. 
they truly are different. And I do believe that maybe they do eat like babies or something. I know that that's like a conspiracy theory, but I would maybe believe that. Like Illuminati type shit because they're so beautiful. Are you are you taken aback by like beauty? Like if you see somebody who's like just oh my god, like yeah. just like like illuminatingly gorgeous. Not just know? hot. You know, like yeah. I'm sure you've seen hot girls, but just somebody that you're just like it sucks your breath back. You're like sure. Yeah, yeah. You love that or you don't like I want to watch it, but I don't want to talk to it. Okay. Oh, man, no. I mean, I would want to talk, but, I, you know, there's a fear of it, you know. So you don't. You end up not doing it because you're afraid, you know. Maybe, yeah. I'd, I wouldn't approach either. I'd be like, you know what? Okay, this happened to me. Mm-hmm. Central Market, Houston, Texas. Okay. Date yesterday. Oh. Okay? Yeah, yesterday. I It was one of those moments where I was, like, picking something up from a lower shelf and I looked up, and there was this girl, and her face is really close to my face. And I was like, oh, my God. You didn't because do You said that I in front of her? No, I didn't do that, but I went. Inside you did that. Yeah, I was like, wow. Wow. Did you and t- then she went, and, and I kind of, I forgot about her because, obviously, you know, I was like, you can't think about that too much because then you become a creep. Um, and then she went and sat over at this table outside, and she was there with her boyfriend, who was another one of the most gorgeous people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It, they were blindingly beautiful. And then I got on my scooter, and I thought to myself, what are we even here for? Mm-hmm. What are we doing, you know? If it ain't that, it if ain't, it ain't that, it ain't nothing. Oh man, I do. I actually think maybe it's a little bored. It's beautiful to look at. Um, but substance. Like when you go to a museum, nothing. you see beautiful art, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an artist. You like look at this stuff, right? I was gonna draw the parallel here. Oh my god, yeah. we're in sync. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Like you, you know what I'm saying? Then? Yeah. I mean, well, you're constantly on the on the search of something beautiful. You know, I think that that like beauty. Uh, I mean, I'm a visual person, and you know, I think you're. I'm constantly in search of that. Uh, but you know. but beauty like that, I like. I I gaze at it from a little far, but it would get boring to me. I like a painting, ne- or in an, you're talking about it. Both. I mean, you if you stare at something, it's the only thing you ever stare at. Like, do you always love it? If it's that beautiful, so a painting. What's the type of art where somebody takes like a fruit bowl, like Still realism, life. like a Magritte type oh. thing? Still life. Still life. Okay. It's this beautiful, it looks real, like it looks crisp and like it's on the table. But then somebody like Rothko, what's that kind of art? Abstract. Okay. Don't talk to me like that. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Well, I I don't know either. I mean, it's uh, it's different. This is what you do. Um, What's more beautiful for a lifetime? The painting of the fruit in a bowl? Or the Rothko that makes you feel? Well, I don't know, because I I think that Rothko's work was not beautiful to me for a long time. Uh And it took me a while to find it beautiful, you know? I mean, at first, you think a still life, we're we're accustomed to thinking that a still life or a a representation, a clear, perfect representation of something, that's art and that's beautiful. I tend to not agree with that. Agree. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. Yeah. To me, the Rothko, and I because it offers more mystery. There's way more mystery involved in Rothko because it's your feelings, right? And you said you didn't fe- think they were beautiful for a long time. It, why is that? Is that because you were not emotionally ready for it? I think so. I think it's like food, you know, or food. I, you're not. 
it's like trying something new, but you're not. Uh, I, I I don't know. I you know, there's a lot of like Rothko. I think when you first see Rothko, anybody has this. You you think, oh, that's so easy, right? And then anybody could do that. Yeah, you know? that is the stupidest thing. People are like my fifth grader could do that. I'm like, no, they couldn't. <laughs> and to equate that back to beauty is the idea of like a beauty that's kind of like what you know what I mean like in my mind when I see still fruit it's like that's very comprehensibly beautiful by all measures and standards that is a very beautiful thing that's the couple at Whole Foods yeah and Central Market but a Rothko then you would say a Rothko is how you feel it's somebody that like you don't see beautiful at first talks to you in the right way like somebody who gleams in their eye like wow that somebody who makes you laugh like that is that kind of beauty okay to me because it, it has so many different, like, each corner of the painting is some completely different personality trait or feeling. Right, because it's talking about something inward. This know? is the most dick-sucking conversation I've ever had on this podcast. Hey, you know what? You love that. <laughs> I so know. it works out. I, I do love these things that I'm talking about. I'm just, like, wondering if somebody's driving going, what the fuck is Rothko? <laughs> Listen, it's a paint. It's an artist. Just look it up. I, um, Mark Rothko. What's the last thing you tried? Like, because you just said a new thing, and you try a new thing. What's the last new thing you tried? The in like in just in general. That's right. Uh, I went to a dance class uh, for well, the first time. It was taught by two Israeli dudes. Um, they had I had just seen a play of theirs, uh, like a, a stage dance play at Match, uh-huh. which is, which is right connected with Diverse Works in town. But they were doing some um, play called American Playground, and I got invited, and I went. And then the next day, I found out that they were doing a free class, and I decided to go for the first. Because the work that I'm doing right now is kind of, is taking me into a vein, into a, a performance vein, and I've never. So I just thought I'd try it. Why not do what, something? What's it like? There. What was it like? Israeli dancing. Well, it wasn't. So it wasn't Israeli dancing. It oh. was taught by two Israeli guys, but they were just. They come and they come from theater. They they're not. So it was a dance class, but the, the, one of the first things the guy said was, uh, "This isn't a dance class. Where it's a theater. We're gonna do some bot." So we did a lot of body movement exercises, mm-hmm. and um, the dancing around like the first the first twenty minutes. It was I think an hour or two hour class. I can't remember, but the first twenty minutes we were sitting just doing one, like you know, one movement, and then you get your body moving I, I don't know how to describe it uh, but for 20 minutes you're just doing this repetitive motion which just kind of loosens you up you know and then you know start moving around the space interacting with everybody there was a lot of people there and um, some of the dancers from the the uh, play the night before were there and um, so these are professional dancers I was so nervous I was so nervous um are, have you ever taken a dance class? Yeah, I've taken tons of dance classes. Real like um as a kid, like ballet and stuff? Yeah. What about as an adult? Like um I took a hip hop class maybe like five or six years ago. Um <laughs> where we learned like? choreography to Beyonce and to um it was Beyonce, a bit of juvenile. There was a back that ass up choreography. <laughs> it's not quite as dignified as what you're describing. Um, no. but I was really good at it, like kind of amazing. So you could like pop lock and drop <laughs> oh, yeah, it. Really good at it. Yeah. Could you drop it, but pick it back up. Wait, how many times um, did you do Then this I could, <laughs> <laughs> I could not. Um, I did it for maybe like four or five months. Oh shit. Yeah. What? What? Once a week, twice a week. What yeah. Is like it? once a week. I wish I would have known this. Do you think that if that song came on in the club that you yeah. could 
do that. I could, I could, I have some of it memorized. Maybe some of the transitions I can't remember. But would you some be practicing it, at night at home? And- I would be practicing alone at night. Oh. Um, I would eat ice cream simultaneously <laughs> um, and cry. <laughs> um, I also, bet that's what Beyonce does. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Why? Why were you doing um, that? Just out of a, making a joke out of myself right now because <laughs> I didn't actually do it. Oh, you were lying. Yeah, no, oh, not about the dance class, but about dancing by myself and crying. crying. Yeah, I wouldn't know why you do that. So you didn't do that. No, I didn't do that part. But the dance class, I was fully into. Um, it was really fun. I felt good. Um, I don't mind making a fool out of myself. It's a part of like my persona at this point. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, I lean into it because I think it's it takes away the power. Okay. Does, I, and I love that. Like mm-hmm. how, and I'm like that too, but like on a, like, it, you know, amongst friends, but the moment you got to do that on stage, how the, how the fuck do you do that? I mean, you know, oh. cause it doesn't, it change <laughs> when everybody's looking at you. Yeah. I think it comes, Some, there's a, there's a duality there. Cause at first you don't really trust yourself kind of, I'm, I'm a ham dude. Like I, from the moment, it's just always been there. I don't know. It, it wasn't like a transition into uh-huh. a moment where I felt really comfortable on stage. She just doesn't, ex- she doesn't possess that. She doubts herself and she's nervous, but she really believes that it'll just be fine on stage. She's just, even if she doesn't even know what she's doing, she can bullshit her way through it for the most part. And she just really is, she's comfortable in that. I don't possess that either. I'm the same as you. You have all these ideas, but then fuck, man. You got to lean into it, like commit all the way, right. and you do it. Right. Well, There's no. S- have you ever been in a social situation where, like, you're kind of? <laughs> I've failing? been to a party. <laughs> good, okay. good, 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 good. Where you're kind of feeling you're not doing a great job, but you can sort of like I don't know how to explain it exactly. You can like lean into parts of like yourself that you know people are going to enjoy or be entertaining. Um, because they've worked before. Like, for example, if you're talking, if you're flirting with somebody, even on a two and like a one on one basis, um, you kind of know how to, like, um, I, I don't know how to explain it exactly. You kind of know the ebb and flow of that social interaction, and you understand mm-hmm. when to lean in on something, when to ask a question, when to flirt, when to be quiet and listen. It's the same kind of interaction. You just start adding people to that. So now it's you and five of your friends and you're listening into everybody's like feedback and their connection with each other. And you're, um, you're amping it up with the things that you're saying, with the questions that you're asking. And then when you're in front of an audience, it's the same. You just are in tune with a larger group of people and you become, you rely on yourself and on every little bit of like a funny thing you've ever heard, funny thing you've ever like, um, your friend has ever said to you and you bring that all in and you kind of like wield the crowd. But it's, it's, um, it takes a lot of, um, like intuition kind Uh of, and to like understand when to shut the fuck up and when to say something. Does anybody like, I'm watching you explain this and all I can think is like, a beautiful mind, but with a clown. <laughs> like it's you and clown makeup and rubber chicken. And you're like, make them laugh and then talk to them and get them. You know, like you're just making this crazy equation of like how to get a chuckle. Mm-hmm. Um, That's kind of how it is. She just yeah. commits, man. You see that? You hear that like a little web she has in her brain? She just does. There's nothing that holds her back. Ugh. Whereas we have so much. A lot of people have so much that holds them back. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Well, I think just, just the trying initially yeah. and then figuring out that failing is kind of fine and that it's not like it doesn't like make you less or it doesn't like um, it doesn't like chip at some core part of you and you can never do it again. Mm-hmm. It's more like, oh, that doesn't really matter. That part Nothing where matters. I fail, it doesn't matter. So then you go out and do it again and you like tweak Fine things a little yeah. bit and then it gets really good when you start actually enjoying it and doing it for yourself as opposed right, to for other right. people absolutely it's like the f- fun transition the one thing so you're talking about just like in in personal situations like mm-hmm. we have a one-on-one conversation whatever um flirting mm-hmm. and r- like making a joke at a party or something those are the two places that i can like fully dive in yeah but there's a lot of other places i can't uh, a lot of conversations that I'm just like, I don't know how to do I don't know how to do it. Um, <laughs> I don't know where my spot is. But the flirting and the like jokes at You're a party. very good at those things. Or a dinner. If I could have the chance to be the loudest, that's what I'll do. Mm-hmm. Every time. Yeah. No, I, I love watching it. Yeah. Um, my ebb and flow with you is different than what I have to do for everybody else. You don't understand my bits, though, sometimes. We just had this conversation about in a rooms to go. <laughs> Where I'm, I will want to just do something to make you laugh. Anybody, but I love to make you laugh. And we used to do it all the time. So when I do a bit at a rooms to go where I talk in a country accent and I yell across the whole showroom, which I think is funny. And I'm like, oh, ha, oh, ha, come over here. Like, and I'm laying on couches and stuff like that and like fucking Oh-ha. with the guy who works there. Yeah. But she's just like thinking, oh my God, this country ass bitch. <laughs> I take her 10 miles outside of Houston and she's acting like a fucking trailer queen. <laughs> and I was, but I was kidding. It was just very Britney Spears. It was the best. The flirting thing. I should do that more. You know, you should flirt with the audience. You should like ask people specific questions that are sitting in the audience. And well, hold be... on. I'm going around asking people a certain question and you don't like it. Do you? What do you mean? I don't like it. If I tried to go down on you. Oh, well, that's you, a hard question. I don't think it's that hard. How would anybody say no to me? Stacy? I just think it's like, you know, you have to think of politics. You have to think of like the, te- the climate we're in right now. You I would, I would, of- listen, if somebody really tried, Matt, if I really tried to go down on you, not, I wasn't joking. I like treated you right, <laughs> made you feel good. You'd let me go down on you. Fuck yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Listen, so many people are like, wait, no. And first of all, I'm not actually going to try. Okay. <laughs> this is this just is a hypothetical. Yeah. Why are people so scared? I'm not like, your dick's not in my mouth right now, you know? I think it's more of like, like, if you actually have to think about it. Like, if I had sat here and went like, if Stacy approached me, said everything right, tried to go down on me, I would um, say no. I would be like, Stacy, I love you as a friend. You can't <laughs> go down on me. It's not true. It'll ruin everything. <laughs> It is true. It is no, true. I think that we would say yes to most people. If they Not really tried. Yeah, listen. If Oha really tried to go down on me. You'd let her. If she really tried. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy, you know, if I really tried, you'd be like, hey, I love you. And like, our friendship is really important to me. But you can't go down on me. I think you'd say yes to most people. And I think when people. Like your parents. Hey, that's a great question. Listen, <laughs> Stacy, no, answer me this. If your mom tried to go down on you, <laughs> if she really tried, she really if tried. she wasn't joking, ah. if she said other things, I'd let her go down on Whoa. me. Yes, you say yes to it. 
Um, that's really funny. Yeah. Yes hey, if your mom tried, I would totally say yes. Yeah, my sure. mom is gorgeous. She wouldn't have to try that hard. No. no, no. Um, I just think the answer is yes for most people. Okay. I actually yeah. do think you wouldn't let me. Yeah. I think that John, one of my good friends, wouldn't let me. Everybody else, I'm like, yeah, you'd I let me. I think you'd let me, yeah. And I would probably let you, like, if you really tried. <laughs> if um, it's, it, yeah, if you put every move right, said everything oh, right yeah. from now until I'm, like, going down on you, basically. Yes. Which yeah. is a really strange... My <laughs> ideal situation, if anybody wants to try it, like, um, like a wine bar that's dark, kind yeah. of. Mm-hmm. And we're drinking too much, but it's just wine, so it's fine and classy. And you're making where I'm just laughing the entire yeah, time. You're laughing. And then I'm making you laugh. Like I'm funny. Mm-hmm. You because you get and then thank you. You're yeah. funny. And then you go down to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel <laughs> like if you did every single thing right for the next six months of mm-hmm. trying to go down on me, I would probably let you. If I like wore you everything down. right. I asked somebody last night and they go, Would you keep asking? And I said, She she was like, um, uh I she said no first, which is like very hurtful. I think that everybody should say yes. Yeah. And um, she was like, oh, you would just keep trying and trying. And then I would keep telling you no. And then I would say yes. And I was like, that's not consent. <laughs> like, it's not wearing you down. I'm just saying, if I really, hey, if I really tried and I did the eyes and like <laughs> everything, you know, if, if I you did. started doing eyes at me, I get uncomfortable when you <laughs> pretend flirt with me. I'm like, what is she fucking doing? I know it's a joke, but I'm like, stop. She's yeah. doing it right I now. Know, I love it. And it's, it's like she's looking through my eyes down to my vagina <laughs> from the top into I down. think that I can do that really well. Listen, I think that I can do that look really well, that like, mm-hmm. fuck me look. Um, I can do it so well, too. And I think that I can look into your eyes and like, just like reach to your prostate, yeah, through there. You can, mm-hmm. wow, yeah. I feel, I definitely feel, you feel something it? right now. <laughs> oh my god, it's a talent I have. Wow, I can't do it. It Mine feels usually, like a. Sorry, uh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I just was gonna say it feels like a, a sun, like a very hot sun. <laughs> yes, you know, like massa- massaging my um, prostate, Growing but radiating prostate. and vibrating at the same time. Like, yeah. wow, it's yeah. not. It's 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 the same. It's like, like a dull touch, artist yeah. where it touches. All of you, but also a very specific prod where it touches one spot one on spot. you, both at the same time. I fucking you know what I mean? Whenever I was little, I used to make faces, thank you, in the mirror yeah. at myself. So you practice. And I would, practice. I would do that. I would do all kinds, but that is the one that I would do. The, I, I didn't even know what sex was, and I was just like, ooh. It's not <laughs> smizing. It's not smizing for anybody out there, but it's like a very... I am I'm I'm caressing your labia with that look. Sexizing eyes. I wanna mix eyes. I wanna mix the word sex with eyes. Oh I sex. I sex. That's too simple. It sounds like I sex and it's something like uh Steve Jobs is like doing from beyond. It's it's the software you upload into a real doll. <clears throat> yes, it is. <laughs> You're right. It's the new update for the real doll. The Do you think the real doll would you fuck a real doll? A real doll? Uh-huh. That's like one of those blow up things with mm-hmm. like a No, it's, it's not, not blow, blow up. up. It's very, very realistic it's looking. It's heavy. Fuck. I don't know, man. 
Um, listen, I bet he would. I, I think th- any guy would. I think that there. But yeah. If, but are you going to buy it? Where are you going to get it from? No, no, no. I'm definitely I think not going to buy that. No, I think what you do is you walk into a room and it's already there, and you know nobody's seeing you or looking yeah, but at like, you, and nobody's going to judge you for who, it. Yeah, but then whose is it? Like, and then doesn't matter. Your dick's about to get wet. You don't care whose is it because you don't look at some bitch and go, "Whose is that?" You're just like, "Oh fuck it." <laughs> no. You have. You don't think about no. who's been there before when yeah. you fuck a girl. I do. What? For sure, I think about that. What a waste of time. I don't, I'm not saying like I think hard about it, but I think about it. I think about it too. I'm like, I wonder who they've fucked before. I have never thought about it. You ne- liar. Never. Stacey. I have never thought about that. You've never thought about who somebody's like exes are or who they fucked or how many people they fucked. Not the sex part. Really? After after we break up, I'm like, oh, I bet they're making this face and doing this and like saying these words to her now. But never before. I've never. I, I always about it. wonder too, like, how do I compare to someone else? Oh, like, see, I've never considered that. You know, you that guys is, think about how you compare. It's sex is so different. Do you think about other people? Like, not while you're doing it. Yeah, no. I've never, I've never compared. <clears throat> this has been so wildly different, but I've never compared like relationships or partners or something. So I've never thought about myself compared to them. No, I don't. I don't think I'm comparing them. I'm. It's a curiosity thing. I'm like, I'm curious what kind of people they've dated before. Like when you dated, ask, I'm talking or, about fucking. Yeah, no. When you ask somebody, have you ever fucked a fat girl? That's a version of that. I've you n- you ask whether or not they've had that kind of interaction. But I don't. My brain has never gone to like how they touch her body or touch, you know, whoever's it's never. Well, gone it's, to a, that. it's a whole, that's a whole of the thought until you know? I break up. Yeah. And then you really think about it. Oh yeah. Then I'm like the face that like they make when they come or the move they have that they like, you know, feels like you discovered together. Um, are they doing that on her? You know what? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Oh God! Probably they I'm probably took something from you too. Like yeah. they got a move from you. Okay, so and then they use that move on yes. somebody else. Listen, this is what I've been thinking about a lot lately. I'm very good at sex. Okay, I if I want to be like what? I, I when people say that, I always no. I, I, I gave you that. Listen, no, no, no. I'm saying why do you cringe? I gave you when a guy's like, I can make you come. I'm like, no, you can't. What I'm saying is that I'm good. I'm. Um, involved. You're thoughtful. I'm thoughtful. I'm willing. Like, I'm not just like dead fishing it. Right. So my, my move might not be what is good for you, but I mean like I'm game, right? I'm in it. To do whatever. For the most part. Yeah. Like I'm going to help you have a good time. Hopefully you're going to help me have a good time. The first time, the first time you're with somebody. Yeah. It like, it's pretty easy for me to get it. If we've already gotten there, that's easy for me. To like make it a good time for everybody. I'm a good host. Okay. (laughs) And um, I, so I'm not like bragging that my skills can get your dick the hardest it's ever gotten. I might not know what you like, but what's going to happen is when we fuck, we're going to, I'm going to like make a move. I'm going to do a hand thing that you're like, (laughs) sorry, I'm like, but then again, you might not, it might not feel good. But I'm saying like, if we do it enough times, I'm going to figure out what works with you. Okay. So I'm going to like cut my hand a certain way while I'm like, you're interested. Your yeah, you're interested in But listen, what the it's other the person. move. Okay. You kind of create this move together. He realizes like when you use your hand this certain way when you suck his dick, he like goes nuts for it, right? See, so you're a good sexual partner, but that doesn't mean you're necessarily good. No, I'm not saying so good is so subjective, but yes, I'm a good sex partner. I'm, I'm go. a partner there with you. 
Um, so like that move, I'm going to take it to the next guy. And he's going to ask for it. I'm going to try To the next it. girl. Or well, guy. Yeah, or yeah he's, of course. I mean, he might not ask for it, but he might know you're going a further step. But what I mean is um, I'm going to take it. I'm going to develop it with you. And then use it, it really, on This else. really feels like it's you just weapon. keep making all these dick motions with your hands. Yeah, just, it's like constant the whole time you're talking about it. You're, it's <laughs> like you're making masa in the air. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I'm trying to. Yeah, I am actually trying to develop a move right now. I think I'm a terrible sexual partner. Really? Yeah. Why? I just, I don't, I don't think, like, if I'm very into somebody, I will be a good sexual partner, but. Are you too selfish in the moment? Like. I am very selfish. That, I listen, I want you to know something. I think you're adorable and I think you're great. That's the worst thing that you can be. I know. Your dick can be bad. You can be a little behind on some of the trends or something, but a partner <laughs> A good partner. They're, okay, what's more important? Them orgasming or you orgasming? Uh, well. You. You want to say you. <laughs> I do. I think, well. He doesn't want to say him. I it's, don't. It's, it's who it is. Yeah, yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. No, no, no. But like, uh, you know, I mean, that's how I know if, if I think if I'm really into somebody. If I think about pleasing them first, you know, or making sure, you know. Making sure that it's all kosher on their end. I think that sex in general should be that. It should be like... What? If you're going to have sex with somebody... Yeah, to be thoughtful about yes. their orgasm as they could be Absolutely. thoughtful about yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, um, I do think that there's times when people fuck and they just want to fuck for themselves and the other person hopefully fucks for themselves and people somehow make it to coming. Don't backtrack on this. Be strong in this. They should want to touch every inch of your body with their mouth. Yeah, but that's not how people actually are. I think that that's <sighs> an so ideal. boring. But that's not how people really are. I, I just I think we could make it that way. Stop fucking people who don't care about like your orgasm. Stop. Let's not do it. How do you know until you're already fucking? Them? Well, I guess yeah. Like, look. Okay, okay. Here's the rules. Stop doing it, and you get a one off. Okay. If it just happens one time and they aren't good, then don't do it anymore. And then that doesn't count against your number or anything. Okay. I'm glad that it's like <laughs> she's developing graphs. It's like that meme yeah. of the lady looking into space with all the fucking like equations. Yeah. What do you mean it doesn't <laughs> fuck with your numbers? I don't. It understand. just doesn't count against your number. Like everybody has a number of how many people they've slept with. You oh. probably keep a, a thing on your phone or something. So one time, and if it's bad, it one time work. just don't count it. Yeah, that's a mulligan. Out. You okay. have to count it. No, because no, because no, no, failures, no. failures are, are counts as well. Maybe yeah. you start developing a system on how to avoid people. Like you have a series oh, of questions that yes. seem benign ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like when you make pasta and you have to split it in half, do you take the larger half or do you take the smaller half? Well, half and half is equal. Well, Stacy, stop with the you numbers. Mean split <laughs> into, okay. You're being you're being a police officer right now, and I don't have time yes. for you. Okay. Um, what I'm is that? Do is you smell bacon? Because that's my pussy. Because I'm a pig. <laughs> I just farted. Um, I I like the idea of like a sexy officer. You know, just like being okay. like, oink oink. My topic was <laughs> oh, yeah Sorry. something different, but I'm glad that you're riffing in your head <laughs> about how you could be a sexual pig. Sorry, I'm having fun. Do you okay. guys have that as a fantasy with a um, cop with each other? No, wait, what with a cop. 
No. no. I've never dreamt. To me, fucking a cop would be akin to fucking my dad because <laughs> my family's all cops. And oh, shit. I just don't have, I don't want that. I know Oha might masturbate to her mom, but <laughs> I don't. I do love you. I don't have that desire. <laughs> si me estás escuchando, mami. Oh, God. That means, that means try to go down on me. Yeah. Oh, God. I just said, mom, if you're listening. In oh, Spanish. God, which she is. So this will make her uncomfortable and nice. <laughs> well, when I said she could go down on me, that'll probably make her real comfortable. She's going to come get her haircut. And she'll be like, Stacy, I have to talk to you about something. <laughs> Why are you saying I just can't let it go. Usually we just talk about you. So that'll be nice to talk about Stop. For one. Stop talking about me. I think she really appreciates oh. that I care about you. Yeah. Um, I am reading a book called Codependent, the new codependency. So I'll get away from you soon. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> I'm good, getting good, it fixed. Yeah, I'm going to get fixed. Well, okay, so wait. I think to go back to this, because I think this is really important. Okay, good. Go back. I forgot. Um, like a series of questions that you ask somebody before you fuck them mm-hmm. to ascertain whether or not they would be good at fucking. Why don't you just ask the fucking question, like go straight no, to it? Yeah. Ask, well, the question ask, I ask him. Oh, are you selfish during sex? Yes. Well, yeah. who, what, what, what's more sexy to you? You orgasming? Or making somebody else orgasm. Okay, that's a good question. Okay, I thought you could also it look for a fun things. game. You could look. Listen, no, no, no. We do this. Women listening to this are like, I do that. You notice if he asks you if you want to drink. Mm-hmm. You notice how he speaks to the bartender or the questions he asks you. Yeah. If they don't really ask you a lot of questions, they just tell you a lot for themselves. If they don't ask you if you want something to drink. Those things, they won't be, they're they not going to be, be great. Good yeah. Um, that's not true. I don't think that's true. Um, well, good for you. Why do you, not, like, is it because girls don't do that to you? Um, no, I don't think that, I'm not sure how you can correlate that between being good at sex. It's the kindness. If I care about you, especially in like a romance, like if I want to like lick all over your body later, I'm going to be like, you want something to drink? You want that, you know, like. I I you're want to like care. You're taking yes. time. You're being thoughtful. So the person who's going to be a good sexual partner, who's going to be there with you, is going to be somebody who is kinder in those little things. They don't have to be like a sap or anything like that. Do you think that you're kind and you're saying you're not a good sexual partner? Do you think that people have not been kind to you? What do you? Where's your resistance? Oh, I think. Well, I definitely. I mean, I can't really afford to like offer drinks too much you know you'll find a way so or like so i mean it's not that i'm not thoughtful i don't see you know do you buy yourself a drink i'll buy myself a drink yeah see you buy yourself a drink but not the girl or the partner you know anybody i'll do that sometimes but i mean i don't think that i don't know if that has a correlation i do i think it i think it's the offer of somebody anybody who i've ever had sex with or dated that was selfish like slightly selfish which I've loved selfish people, but it is still your selfish, is they they would rather, if they only had $5, buy themselves a drink instead of somebody else. But <laughs> if me. I take you out, <laughs> if I take you out or something, I'll, if I have $5, I'll buy you a drink. I'll get a water or something. Like, That's very sweet. It's the, just the selfishness. I wonder, because this is something else, is we have that stereotype of like, assholes who fuck really good mm-hmm. um, like a bad boy who yeah. like is selfish and is fucked up and just wants to fuck but they fuck really well so where does that come from I think it's story? fake okay I think it's fake I think that sometimes like bad boys have a big dick and that feels good and so you think that they fuck good but a lot most of the girls that I've 
ever been like, girl, why are you still talking to him? And he's like a total jerk to her. It'll be because, and when you start prodding, you figure this out, he just has a big dick. Like, so he pounds you really hard, which is amazing, but no. <laughs> not really. They like usually good are at coming. Sex. Yeah, they're not like, mm. um, yeah, he'll say something kind of rude. Like, I have heard so many stories of girls being like, because he's so good at songs. And so when I start prodding down to it, it's just really not, that part is really good. <laughs> like, the, See? See? that part of um, how like big his dick is or how tight or something, you know, whatever. But, it's not really, and only when you're like really young does that even work. Yeah, I the think older that's you get, the more right. you're like, nah. I think that's probably right. Yeah, I, to go back in the idea of like, of of like selfish or of like thought thought about yourself when you're when you're doing it. There's a differentiation too for somebody who's like actively selfish, and then somebody who's like awkwardly selfish. Like they don't know yet. They don't have enough yeah. experience to genuinely know that sex is also about the other person. Mm. They're so like hyper focused on themselves out of like, I don't know, some, yeah. some, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I would say, I mean, f- I know for my case that, that af- when I broke up with my ex-girlfriend, there was a lot of psycho, you know, uh, switches in my brain in terms of like how I was with a woman or somebody, you know, I just... The romantic part of everything kind of like got lost a little bit because, it, you know, it's like you spend all this. This was my thing. He's like, you spend all this time and this effort, and then for like it, then it goes away, and then you're like, I don't know, you know. So I know that I'm affected by that. Mm-hmm. So my really, you know, it, things have changed for me since then, you know. Tell me a little bit more. So in in that relationship specifically, so you guys were really romantic at first. And then you lost it, and then ch- that changed you. Losing the romance in that relationship changed you yeah, for other people. The yeah, breakup. So. The br- and then the breakup, yeah. Oh. So now you can't be sweet to people you fuck. No. Well, I just felt like there was, you know, I mean, I lost my virginity at a, at a later age, and uh, I didn't experience a lot of things before getting into this relationship. I mean, there was a week. I literally lost my virginity and then had a week full of sex with a lot of people and then met this girl a few weeks later. And, um, how long were you with her? Four years. Okay. And, um, uh, so I, and so, you know, for me, there was like, you know, I was doing all this stuff for her, spending a lot of time, you know, doing all this other stuff. And then, um, I just felt like I never did anything for me really. I lost sight of me. And so when that, when that ended, I was like, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna be about me for as long as that as that takes, you know, which is fucked up. And I apologize, but I mean, I don't think I'm an asshole. I don't think you're an asshole. You know? I've heard about your sex life a lot. Yeah, we've we talked. hang out a lot. We've talked a lot. Um, it's the reason I don't want to fuck you. <laughs> yeah, is that that's not like an insult, right? Like I want, like I think women are attracted to you. You're like handsome, right? You're handsome. Dude, I, I don't. I think I'm okay. You're like covered. We make fun of you all the time. We're like, he's covered in paint. And he's just like, <laughs> oops, and stuff. Like, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't leave me alone in this. We talk about it no, all the no, time. No, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, but when you say like, you know, I think it is just like a slightly inexperienced or um, emotionally like shallow way to look at sex that you've talked about. So I'm just like, okay, cool. Like it's just a fantasy. 
What um, <laughs> is that what weird? Does it take, well, what does it take to get to the next level? And is it even like, because for me, it's like when I hear you say something like, oh, I broke up with this person and I'm going to be all about me. I think being in a relationship and giving to somebody can be can about be you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm as, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, somebody in a good relationship will fucking prop you up, will support you and will demand for you to take time for yourself and to be who you are. Right. So that's, but then you have somebody else who's also there like, hey, what are you fucking doing that you love that you want and if you were in a relationship where you didn't get that or where you never gave somebody the opportunity to do that i would i wouldn't say it was her fault for that i think i I think i have some neurotic weird weird yeah that's what he's saying he's saying like in his mind he's kind of stunted his growth sexually or even like i i think romantically too yeah I mean, I spent and I spent a lot of time alone, and um, I've always been that way. I've always spent so much time alone. So, when I, the moment I go out and I meet somebody, yeah, like I, I tend to just be very like selfish. Do you think a girl should be warned? Like, I wish that people like you wore signs just to be like, I'm great, and you're gonna really like me, and I'm like fun to talk to, but like, don't fall in love with me. Yeah, I. Do you, would you, would you disclaim that towards people? Well, a lot of women won't believe. <laughs> I mean, I, believe. it's not <laughs> I like, I can change I, you. I, I definitely hope that I, that that changes. It's not like I like that quality about myself, but I'm also at the same time, I'm, I'm so focused on something that I don't want. I also have very little money. Like, and I don't know why money is such a big problem with me, but if I can't afford to do things, then like I can't even afford to do my own shit, you know. They're not. It's not as fun. Like, yeah, it's not as fun if you can't just do exactly what you want when yeah. you want. Um, my, I guess it, what you were saying is that you're on on your priority list. You're so focused on what you're making and what your what your process is right now with art that you know getting better at the relationship part seems like a very secondary. I just think it fits when it fits, right? Like yeah. it just hasn't been the girl for you yet. Yeah, right? it, could, it very could have been. I, I often wonder if that I've just like, I mean, what what about it? There's something about us that when we have something good, mm-hmm. we don't believe it anymore. You know, like you think that, oh, this is not good or it's going to end bad, you know, or what do you, you know, it's good. But what's el- what else? What is else is out here? there? And yeah. then you're, you get stuck in this constant back and forth about that. I yeah I agree. Sometimes we're like I deserve better. Like, but it could just be like a downtime. You know, abuse is abuse, of course. And people are like, but what if he hits you? Yeah, okay. You know, Charlotte, Kathy, whatever your name is. Like, we get it. But it's just like the mundane. Like he's boring, or she doesn't do this anymore, or whatever. You know, like it could just be a downtime, and then you break up or you fuck it up. Yeah, and then you're alone. That's why I think that. I, that's why I don't think it's like the a right girl to come oh, along either. situation. I think it's oh, like you it's have right to be active in your own in your own like destiny. I think if oh. you want to get better at being in relationships, you have to try. Oh. You have to be thought like. But you that's just not the to... same. I'm just saying like he's not going to find the motivation to like be good and try until he meets somebody who's worth it. I just don't think. I think. It, I don't think it should be because somebody's worth it. I think it should be because you want to do it, because you want to be better at it. And if the idea is that you're waiting for the right person, that just falls in line with what we're just talking about, which but is you like don't... putting all your hopes and dreams into the other person. Right. But right. do you date somebody just to have somebody to date? No, you date somebody who like makes you feel magical, like who you feel really great with, and then you work on that relationship with that person. You don't date somebody like, well, he's nice, and like, or she's nice, whatever. 
Um, I think you can, uh, I don't know. I think we're saying the same thing, no, just no, no, in no. slightly uh, we different. We definitely look at, like, you're more practical with relationships. Very much. And I'm more like, let's laugh all night and, like, feel fireworks in our loins, like... Um, where you're like, oh, I don't like that. Like, are they reliable? Are they, you know, whatever. Yeah. You're more boring and I'm more exciting. You know, that's probably true. Can that's I ask you guys true. a question? Oh, please. Do you, do you, are you, were you ever Threesome? affected no. by your parents' relationship? Yes. 100%. <laughs> like, and so oh, does, does that, like, has that dictated certain things? Matt, you know I'm in therapy now, right? Yeah. And you hate that I cry about my ex-boyfriend a lot. Hey, no, 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 that's not true. That's no, that's hardcore. okay. He, he, no, like he hates that guy. He's like, I hate that guy. That guy treated you wrong. Like, why do you like him? It's like Matt's way of motivating, you know, like loving me is being like mad about the, you know, bad stuff I went through. But really what I learned in therapy was that it's actually just all my dad. And this guy is my, my ex is my dad. And like how he treated me was how my dad treated me and how my dad treated my mom. So that's why I was like really into it. So really, I was in love with my dad. Yeah. Um, so that whole going down on our parents thing is not that far. I off. wouldn't go down on him because he is dead. Okay. He's been dead it for so be, long. It would be that would dusty. be because he would be all bone, all bone, too bony, um, and it would just chalk like <laughs> your boner's too bony. I yeah. it just can't. Um, yeah, it would be a real blowjob, you know, and then it'd be go away. Um, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, orgasm hey. to orgasm. <laughs> this is some hardcore joking. We're it doing is disgusting. Right now. It's honestly disgusting, and I hope he never hears it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, I yeah, it was like my dad. Like even when I was saying it, I was just like, oh my god. Um, and then she was like, hey, you know, this sounds like your father, and she's right. Oh my god, that's crazy. Isn't that? It's all our parents. All so our does parents. realizing that help? Does that? How does that help? It you? does help a little bit. It does help um, somewhat. I still get sad a little bit, and I'm going through this like regression, right, of feelings. Um, but now that she said that, I was just like, "Oh, cool, cool, cool." <laughs> like, oh yeah, like this is. I need. That's really the big problem. So now did I'm your parents, lost without it. Did your parents ever tell you anything about like sex? Did they or or talk about? Um, you know, having a partner. Did they ever talk to you guys about that? My mom, when I was 13 or 14 years old, asked me if she should divorce my stepdad. She was like, what do you think? And like, she was serious about it. Yeah. It wasn't a joke. It was like, what should I do? (laughs) And um, I said to her, don't do it. I don't think you should get a divorce because I was 13 or 14 and I didn't want my whole life to change. So they didn't get a divorce and they stayed together for like another 10 years or something like that. Um, my parents stayed together, my stepdad and my mom, really because of circumstance. So they did not like being with each other. They were not right for each other. Um, but Venezuela was in a really tough situation. They had lost their jobs. Um, so they stayed together for survival reasons. We moved together to the United States for survival reasons. And the whole relationship was based on um, them not wanting to be dirt poor and have their children be dirt poor. So um, I definitely saw a lot of dysfunctional relationships in my family. My grandparents are divorced. Um, Even before divorce was even like a normal thing, my whole family was just getting up and divorced. Um, Yeah, and divorced in like very dramatic, like very... Killing, like murders and shit? No, yes, (laughs) emotional murders. That's very Venezuelan. Yeah, a lot of murder with divorce. Actually, it's we have a. It's on their flags. Yeah, it's on our flag. (laughs) 
<laughs> Part of our national anthem oh is to kill, 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 kill. Yeah, delve into in, into passion murders. Um, but yeah, it was just I, I was very much like, oh, marriage is, is is sort of ridiculous and it doesn't really um, work at all. And so watching somebody like my girlfriend, whose parents have been together their whole lives, have four children, are like still like slapping each other's butts and stuff. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, that's that's so how my family is. How does that work? Yeah. Other than my mom and dad, all of my family is like slapping each other's butts, like totally in love. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. I Both I, are off-putting. You're yeah. just like, ugh, <laughs> God. You could have just gotten a divorce and made me feel the same. <laughs> Two Christmases. Yeah. yeah. I just, I very much had my family life. Did your parents talk about like partnership? Well, yeah, the reason why I ask is like my dad, I mean, my my dad would tell me when I was young, he would go, women are vampires. Like, don't, don't get involved. They'll suck your life blood. Yeah. And that affected me for a long time. And I think that's one of the reasons why. I, it took me forever to lose my virginity. You're like, they're scary. They are vampires, really Dad. Why would you let them touch your dick? <laughs> but but the reason why he said those things wasn't because it was well, because his because of the relationship. And I'm sorry, like I I don't as much as I do know about their, my parents' relationships. There's still like tons I don't know. But so they're married. They're still married, and but it seemed like you know they weren't very affectionate like very often, and um, yeah. I never saw romantic things with them mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have wanted to every time I did see them kiss it's like gross why are you doing that yeah but then at the same time without it you're like what is this like why you know hey I can refer you to my therapist I I, I kind of like my neurotic shit. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you'd never lose it hey do you know it's been an hour I, I are you serious let's keep going for a little bit can Just you cut it up in two I can I can cut it up in two yeah okay Listen, I think that, I mean, maybe now if you have kids or something, you should talk to them about, even if you're divorced, right? Talk about what, I mean, should we talk about this? Good sex, good love, good kindness, like to your partner, being selfless and stuff like that. Like, should we be saying that to kids? I think we should. I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why? why? So awkward and hard too. And also like everybody's fucking up everywhere. So yeah. it's so hard to have that, like, because um, I can guarantee if we were in marriages with kids right now, we wouldn't even maybe even see all of this. I think every fucking thing, on we all need to talk about everything. The, the reason why there's all this sort of problems is because there's always this culture of, like, oh, you can't speak your mind, you can't talk, you can't have opinion, you can't think. Mm-hmm. Think and talk. Let's do it. Let's do that instead of, like, hurt people. Matt Kelly, think and talk. 2018. Hey, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, to a certain extent of like it follows in line with like how people I think recover from like hard shit, which is just like, oh, I'm ashamed of this. Let me go ahead and talk about it to everybody in public until a thousand people go, I feel that way too. We do and that then, all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I do think that people should talk to their kids about sex and not just insert penis and vagina. This is how babies are made. Cause that honestly is a given in a lot of ways. Like that's part of what humanity has been doing, but we're leveling up now. Yeah. I think, I think to level up, we do anal now. Yeah. We talk about oral sex, like women, not just be shopping anymore. No, we'd be fucking too. Yeah. Cause we want to. Yeah. No slut shames. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> slut shamesies. Slut, 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 slut. I hate sluts. 
You hate yeah. sluts. <laughs> good shame, bro. That's a good shame. I hate, I hate sluts. sluts. I hate prudes. I hate nerds. What if we were called sluts with guts? Do you think that would be a better podcast name? Should we have done that? No, I like relationships. Okay, thanks. We were yeah. going to go with sluts and guts at one point. Really? But I, that's kind of cool, though. Um, that could be a special. A t-shirt we made. <laughs> yeah, sluts with guts. Um, Slutters in the gutters. Yeah. Hey, you are riffing today. <laughs> I'm just by myself in it. <laughs> Sluts in the goods. So Sluts. I have. I'm. I'm more curious still about about your stuff because I think you're probably like a lot of guys and a sure. lot of girls. Do you um, like with your parents and that kind of stuff? Like aside from your dad calling women vampires, like what else? <laughs> what else do you feel like you extracted from your parents' relationships that you do now still? Oh, man, that's a good question. I mean, I think I've focused on that particular thing for a long time. Um, but, I mean, there's individual, like, maybe this isn't going to answer the question, but there's individual qualities that I see in both of them that I really like, and I like their interaction. Like, they talk, you know, they, they do have intellectual discussions, you know, and I like, I've always liked that, you know? Okay. Um, I like that too. What about you, Stacy? Do you feel from your from your perspective, like maybe not your parents, mm-hmm. but like your family, like what kind of stuff do you derive that you think is good? I think there's a ton. Like because all of my family is still married, um, and it's not necessarily the first marriage they've had or something, but in my memory, it's the only husbands and wives, all of them. Even my mom still holds a candle for my dad. Um, how my dad like made us laugh is I still search for that. I think that sometimes it can be so good that it's bad. Like my uncle that raised me is such a decent guy, like the best guy in the whole family. Nobody will ever be as good as him. Like and treat my aunt the way he treat, like just the mold was broken. And I, unless it's that to me, why? And so it's so good that, right, it goes the other way. And then also my aunts, you know, a lot of people call me rude. They call me um, aggressive or whatever. My aunts are all the same way, like ball-busting, big, tall women. And it's so good. They made me strong that it's, like, bad because people are scared of me. (laughs) Yeah, there's certainly a – I was thinking about this, about you specifically, Stacey, just in my own time because I think about you. Um, but Make I was it. thinking, yes, oh. exactly. I'm just, this is all a part of my six month plan to let her go down on me, yeah. by the way. Um, but my, I'm going to fuck both of y'all. When, yeah, when we one day, off. it's going to be great. Um, that's what it's going to sound like. Um, but no, I was thinking about this and I was thinking about how difficult it is to demand, not perfection, but to demand real respect from people, um, and to, you know, really make people treat you the way that you want to be treated and how difficult that is to be that kind of person in the world because so many people will be like, oh, no, I don't want that, especially if you're right off the bat, you know? And Stacy, you are very much right off the bat, this is how I want to be treated and this is how I'm going to treat you. I think in a real, like, but in a relationship, I am a little bit different in a relationship. I'm very aggressive to friends, and I was just talking in therapy about this, but to a partner, I'm like way more submissive. So any guy I've dated that's been like right from, they know that. They can like tell that. But my friends, I'm like very strong with. But that goes back to my dad, like oh. being submissive or whatever. So yeah, I, for in a relationship, I'm way more like, are you okay? Do, I, do you need this? I've bled dry financially. I've bled dry emotionally for partners. Like, 
Um, but for friends, I'm like, hey, put on your big girl panties and we are going to deal with this, you know? Yeah. Whereas to a guy, I'm like, are you okay, little baby? <laughs> that doesn't sound submissive. That just Man, sounds I feel like I'm motherly. almost like kind of the opposite then. You're more aggressive? Yeah, with my relationships. Uh-huh. I'm oh, more you like... You are, yes. Yeah. I've never thought about that. You will turn into... You're the boss. Yeah. Whereas here, you let me be mostly alpha. Sometimes you pop up, mm-hmm. but mostly alpha. And then in your relationship, you are trying to take away. Are you into foot stuff? Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, it was about me. You're right. Know, sorry, sorry, you deserve sorry. it. Um, he's flirting with me. Um, you turn into more of like the boss there. I just thought of this. I had never thought about that for I've you either. I never thought about this either. I. It's because I'm so... Um, like you care about your friends more than anything. Yeah, I I definitely feel like they are well you are a big priority in my life, but I've always felt that way about my friends and they are um I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm so much more gracious to my friends sometimes and like there's more room for mistakes and for stuff like that from my friends and there is in my relationships. I think it's because I'm so weary of relationships, whereas friendships I'm really, I feel like I'm good at. Um, In my relationships, I just don't want to be mistreated. Like I'm on the lookout for like, this isn't right. They're not there. This isn't what is for me. Um, I'm, I'm that whole thing goes back to your dad. Oh, a hundred percent. The feeling of like, I want to be able to spot when somebody is going to be shitty to me so that I can nip it in the bud because I'm so, this too, and this is post. Not that Adolfo was shitty. Like, I don't want to say no, that. No, no, I just think like, it's the trying to get like your personality not being enough and then they treat just however he is. Um, and then we, we're all on that like journey, you know, like he asked if it was about our parents because he knows it's about his too. Like. It is about our parents. It, it all goes back to that. I, I I think that you're learning though. You're not okay. So that's like a f- character flaw, uh, essentially, right? Yeah. You treat your friends I uh, kind of better than your partner at first, but you are not a jerk. Why? It's not a deal breaker. No. You are open. You talk to your partner. You like are open with your feelings about it. You know, so it's not the worst thing in the world. It's not like an abusive characteristic. No, or but it's certainly it's certainly especially when if she sees the difference, she can yeah. she can say something. And for me, it's more like um, I again, it comes from a place of like wanting to make sure that that things are okay and right. But I do have a lot of conversations, and I do talk a lot about what my feelings are. I um, especially with you know this relationship that I'm in now, uh, there's a tendency for me to get better and better as it goes. So like I understand myself more. For example, when you were talking about your uncle and being so kind to your aunt and Mm -hmm. being really good, like that's what Rachel is for me. She is so there for me, like so profoundly in ways that are very like nonverbal. They're very... um, She's ride or die. She's ride or die. Yeah, and that is... That's why whenever I'm like, is this right? Is it okay? Is it not okay? When all of my neuroticism comes into play, she is so there and like a fucking rock, very stable every single day that it calms me down. It just is like... Both of y'all are very neurotic, but it is adorable. Oh, thank you. I think we have so many (laughs) thoughts rushing through. It's a constant. I'm sure you do too. But do you think that the relationship you're in with somebody reveals the real truth of you? Like, so the fact that you're more aggressive with your relation in the relationship and you're more submissive, 
are those the real qualities of you that everything else, you know, Batman, you know, Bruce Wayne. Like when you're totally like at your naked kind of vulnerable self. Yes. That truly you're, you're an aggressive person and truly you're. We've talked a lot on here, you and I about how people think I'm mean and you've called yourself the mean, which is not true by the way. And like, if I've ever said that I was thinking about when I was sweeping today. You are still very nice, but you inside have like a darker, oh, you yeah. know, and I have a lighter that people don't see. So maybe that kind of does dive a little bit deeper. I've never thought about that um, necessarily yeah. until you just asked that. I definitely think that I'm a different, there's a different side of me that you, that's you, anybody else will see. But when I'm alone or with, if I'm with one person, they see more truth. What is it? Tell us a little bit about it. Because uh, I see so much beauty in you. Uh, our friendship is like very I close, very fast. Thank yeah. you, me too. She's said several times that she's very grateful for your friendship. Oh, I'm to very me. grateful. Yeah. We've well. like text each other about it. We yeah. were born out of chaos, but God, it's beautiful. <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, we met under a cool circumstance. <clears throat> you want to tell, tell me your viewpoint of it. Okay. Um, so this was like a year ago, I uh-huh. think. Met Oha at... Uh, Rudyard's. You mm-hmm. were doing a stand-up night thing that night. Yeah. And I had seen you before. Thought you were super funny. Thank you. And I was preparing for an art show. And I had, at the time, you know, and this has been a constant thing for me, is trying to get people outside of art world into my studio. Because the, all you get in your studio usually are people in the arts. You know? And I wanted something else. I wanted something. Because what you're doing, comedy, I, I felt like there's comedy in my work. But I, I never had a comedian look at my work and tell me what they think. Anyways, um, so then you came to the studio and you invited me to Shit Show, which was both of your guys' thing mm-hmm. at Rec Room. And uh, so the, I remember coming up shit is after Shit Show, which I thought was great, by the way. And Stacy comes up to me uh, pretty like... I'm mean to you. Like bulldog. Like you are, yeah. Like, um, yeah, I was mean to you. I, I think I was... I mean, I didn't know that I was mean to you, but I know that that's what you took away from it. Uh, I, I wouldn't say mean. It was just like very a, a aggressive. Yeah, aggressive. Yeah, uh, aggressive to you. And a little, like, scared, like kind of scared me a little bit, but I thought it was great. But the thing that you brought up, because <laughs> yeah, you, you asked me, you're, you're like, what's going on with you and Oha? Are you guys dating? And Or what is this? And she hates that I did that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's and just, that's my, I don't think twice about it. It's, it's, it's such an embarrassing part of my personality, though, that I don't think twice about going up to you because my loyalty is to her. And I think I'm doing like a good thing. And it's not. We talked about it recently. We did. Yeah. We did talk about that. But we see, don't have to. I don't, why, why look at it as a good or bad? I don't think it's either one. I think, well, you shed light on something, a, a behavioral thing that I, have yeah. been accused of before anyways, or like that has been a problem, a constant problem for me. You um, you walked away, though, feeling simultaneously excited and scared right. of me. And it took you a year, to, like, almost a year, to say something to somebody when it got back to me. And then you wanted to meet up and talk about it. Well, yeah, I'd rather prefer to talk about something like in person. Yeah, so we just, our friendship was born of like being like, oh, you thought I was rude and aggressive or whatever? Let's chat. And... We Which did. I love for you guys. I think that's the best. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would have just thought those things about each other forever and just, it eh, doesn't matter. But Never you, resolved you it. You know, I apologize for that too for because, I mean... I should have said, I don't know. I always wonder, should I have said something? Like, I, I don't know. I probably. Never, probably. But yeah. I, I guess I, you know, I always, like, I, I so don't want to, like, hurt So the issue, tell people, people what the issue is. If you're going to talk about it, just tell people what the issue is. You 
Um, you ask people, in my opinion, out on dates, and it is not necessarily a date to you because you just don't even think like that necessarily. A boy and a girl can just be around each other, which is true. Um, but it can be misconstrued. Right. And that's happened to you. A lot of times. So, yeah. And like recently, how many times? Recently, again, like it happened kind of recently, uh, you know, but it, it's, I can't name like how many times. I know it's happened enough where it's like, and every time I'm like, how did that happen again? What did I do wrong? <laughs> but, but, geez, but, but look, I've thought a lot about this too. And I think... Um, because I came up to you aggressively. Because, because of you. So it's helpful. good because I think <laughs> we got to be aware of like how we treat people and how yep. we're coming across. We have to be aware of that. It's a hard thing to do, but we have to try. It's so hard. Especially if it's so awkward at the end because there's a sense yeah. of like... Well, and especially now that you know that that's something that happens. You're like, hey, this is friendship style... Do you know what um, he told me though last night? What? Can I say this? Oh yeah. That that night that I scared him, he masturbated to me. <laughs> he <laughs> scared him. <laughs> That was so funny. Yeah, this was amazing. What was I doing when? Oh yeah, I did. Tell him what I said. After we had that conversation about, oh, you were like, okay, well then maybe we'll fuck sometime. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, what? And then you walked away, and I was like, okay, (laughs) plant the seed. (laughs) You planted seeds all over the place. What a move. I was like, what did she just say? And then then I left. I ran away real fast. What was I doing when you were masturbating to me? Was it just me yelling at your dick? Most of my fantasies involve like someone doing something to me. Never yeah. me doing something to anyone. <laughs> you imagine me like sucking your dick or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. right there. Right here. On my couch corner. that you had never been on. <laughs> you know, um, no, but no, no, but look, I, I've thought about the, the, the reason, like, it go because, okay, the parents thing is a part of everything, right? But uh-huh. also, I have a sister, I have a younger sister, and she's always been my closest friend. And uh, she's been around even, I mean, at a young age, I kind of hated my sister just because she'd tell on me and shit. But when we <laughs> Fuckers, got older, they always do that shit. Yeah, she always wanted to come hang out. And I'd be like, no, because you're going to tell on me. Like, you can't, like, no, I don't want you there. Because uh, I'd be up to some mischievous things as a little kid. Bad but, boy. But uh, no, my sister has a lot to do with that, that, you know, that you can have a, a platonic relationship with a girl. In fact, I love my relationships with girls more than I love with guys. We're better. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. We're I know better you're a guy. to be around. We're just better to be around. Yeah. Especially if you want to go off having intellectual, emotional like conversations off mm-hmm. the bat. Like women are just way more open Absolutely. to that, I think, on Absolutely. the front end. I'd like I value in the same I value my female friendships way more too. But the male relationships are so nice to like gleam some insight. I don't have a lot of male relationships. I and you got to you got to get one like this, and then you just got to ask them all the questions. You know, yeah. like, and then at first you're pulling it from them, and then they're giving it to you. I, up until like not that long ago, I was like, "Do men feel yeah the same way? Like, do men feel?" We because I was so confused. I was like, "Are they the same as we are?" Okay, now I've had this uh, same thing. My dad cries. I've seen my dad cry. I've never seen my mom cry. Love it. Hard bitch, hard. It's, it's like bitch. we got. I remember years ago. <gasps> that's why he thinks you're cool, because I'm like his mom. Yeah, there you go. That's why you've masturbated to you me look so many times. Exactly like my mom. I, yeah, right. <laughs> Pink hair, a weight problem. But you no, know, but actually, do your exes kind of resemble your parents? Um, no, I've had so many different looking exes, but I, I mean, no. Uh, yeah, no. But personality-wise, yeah. Personality-wise, I could see the resemblance between Rachel and my mom. 
one person, one guy that I dated um, was, our breakup was so easy because I was just like, no. And um, he was too. And he reminds me most of my mom, you know, who I love so much. But I don't want to not in a partner. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, we've established that maybe that could happen. Wait, did you start noticing that? And then you were like, oh, no, I didn't notice until my therapist said it. Okay. My therapist. So this is recent. All of these discoveries are like. Uh, I'm I'm a new woman. I'm like a baby butterfly out the cocoon. I'm just like learning myself. You know, and that's that's what we were about to say, too, is like it's obviously a journey of like from the moment that you're born and you know nothing Mm -hmm. to the moment where you just learn about a ton of shit. And there's always the sense of like, well, babies are always learning all the time. They're in the absorption mode. I don't think we ever really get out of that mode. It just we can if we let ourselves. Well, there's a lot of people that do not. They don't. They're not in touch with that absorption oh, mode. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people that can skate right. by, but if you keep yourself in that like absorption wonder like thing, always learning. I mean, that's really hard as you get older. What is this? I read. Uh, not I read this. I heard this recently. I don't know who who said it, but it says that um, like the moment it's really excited when you're making mistakes. Um, because it's like, oh, this is a new thing that you haven't tried before. So it's a growth. Like mistakes are just about growth. So every mistake we've talked about, every moment of being selfish, that's literally just another thing you put in your bank that makes you forces you to move to the next level. Right. Right. You, well, yeah. If you let it, the failure. Yeah. The failure. Thing. You like the failure. Yeah. Don't oh be afraid, God. Don't be afraid of the failure. Don't be afraid of the failure, baby. I, I, my my ugliest. That's what I'm really afraid of the bad feeling of feeling oh i don't like it i suck at this yeah it's a ugly that's a fucking ugly feeling but mm-hmm. it's the same as the stage thing it's like once you realize that the stakes are low and that your failures are actually it's fine a mm-hmm. relationship fails something happens you fucked up it's okay you and you just, need it you need it there's no God, other way but it feels like your whole body is cut in two and like your soul lives outside and it's disgusting and rotting. But it's also how exciting is it to have the, the opportunity like to try again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To have the opportunity with all the things that you have in your brain now to go into something new with that with that perspective. It's so beautiful. It's exciting. Damn. It's like... Um, oh. Listen, so you talked earlier about how you're not a good sex partner and all this kind of stuff about yourself. But what you're saying is like the trying again. Every chance is like a chance to try again. And I think anything short of like abusive behavior, like I said earlier, if you're just like, oh man, I'm trying, then like maybe that's not so bad. Maybe that's, you know, like you can get with a partner who can really train you, which is like what we're all trying to do is train men. I know. (laughs) Dress better, act better, like be sweeter, compliment me. Yeah, I find myself, uh, I think it's, I think that's the stereotype, but I think truly the duality is that we're genuinely all working on it what is the what's the harris quote we're horrible and, horrible and wonderful and trying to figure it out mm-hmm. we're all horrible and wonderful everybody should buy steph whittle's book just a heads up horrible yeah. and wonderful and trying to figure it out tragic comedy i'd never heard that before mm-hmm. tragic comedy uh-huh but how many um, people realize that they haven't that they actually can make change you know some i think a lot of people do whether they're gonna do it or not you know I think you had to, the first time that it ever truly happens, it's magical. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember fucking up a lot. We were talking about it earlier where I was like a bad kid, bad guy, um, and sort of came into my own, I don't know, maybe mid to late 20s. But I think once I figured out what the muscle was for change, it it 
unraveled, it really like opened up a huge portion of my life and made me feel way better about myself. And then I could apply that same kind of logic to other things. But you have to have that sometimes like that first revelation where you change something really big in yourself. Oprah calls it an aha moment. An awakening. Aha. Um, yeah, but she calls it an aha. So I think legally you should have to call it that. I yeah. call it an awakening. Okay. Yana fixed his life. <laughs> I feel like aha and awakening are the same just thing. synonyms for each <laughs> other. Maybe Brene Brown would call it an awakening. But I, yeah. I love my women. I, you I know? love. They're so smart. Is this a super soul Sunday? Yeah, it is. <laughs> um. I think, yeah, I think that we are, maybe that is what the theme of all of this is, is like the Harris quote, wonderful and horrible and wonderful and figuring it all out. Yeah. Um, How exciting is that too? That's a sense of like, you're not really good. You're not really bad. You are. You're going to make mistakes. You're it's okay. just, yeah, that's exciting as fuck because you don't have to internalize it to the point mm-hmm. of feeling like a failure and like a shitty person. Cause honestly, you're just not. But what is in there? Like in just like also is that you do feel like a shitty person. You do feel like a, you failed and that's like the worst thing. Like, so as beautiful as the idea of like failure is the path to success. We all know that we've seen the little Pinterest, you know, things about our quotes or whatever, but damn when it happens, like sometimes it fucking guts you. Yeah. To live in that, to genuinely it's be able like to live in the yuck. Yeah. Well, oh, again, fuck. if you're not, um, if you're not feeling it, I'm living in the yuck right you're now. living in the yuck right now. You will get over it so soon. I feel like yeah. you're at the cusp of it. I think. I'm going to turn a gonna, corner. Yeah, you're going to come out of that, baby. Fucking wheeling and dealing <laughs> with that badge. Your hair's going to get done. Your nails are going to get done. I mean, they're done. I'm going to be a Lizzo. No, my nails aren't done right now. Well, the, the I'm a happened. monster. Don't look at me. <laughs> um, no, I, um, yeah, I want to be a Lizzo. So I want to be like a, I'm okay. You too, Matt. You're going to be a Lizzo. What are you doing with that mouth over there? Are you trying to do oral sex sounds? It's a little dry. My mouth got a little dry. He's trying to, you know, deliver the saliva from areas. Yeah. Let's all make this noise. I think, actually, don't do it because, listen, people are going to unsubscribe right away. They're going to rate and review in a disgusting way. (laughs) Okay, hold on. I think we should um, end the show with a little bit of ASMR. Um, What's that? Okay, so I don't know what it stands for, (laughs) but basically we whisper. Okay. We do that. Is really stressful. We talk about stuff like this. Matt's making it sexy. That's what SAMR is, baby. Do you think it's um, anal sex? Mr. Rogers. Yeah, don't. That's not it. That's okay, guys. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you, Mockingbird. Thank you to all of the people who listen in. Please mm-hmm. subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I will be coming out with a little tutorial on how to do that very soon <laughs> okay. and posting it on our site so you can go there and do that. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. Thank you. Where? What are your handles? My handles? Yeah. What's your at? My name is Matthew Kelly DeBeau, and you can that you can find that on any social media. Spell your last name. My last name is spelled D E B B A U D T. Debot. It sounds. It looks like Debot. 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 Um, thank you, Oha. Uh-huh. And uh, you. you can check out my website at www.matthewdebo.com. Just Matthew Debo, no Kelly. No okay. Kelly in that one. Okay, Matt. I'm so glad that we got over our fight. I'm glad that you masturbated to me, Oha. Uh-huh. You're gonna go down. Da- I'm gonna go down on you. I don't know. We'll decide I'm later. Yeah, we'll figure um, it out. <laughs> schedule. Love that. you, mom. Sorry for talking about you like that. Te amo, um, mami. <laughs> okay. Thank Te amo. you, guys. <laughs> Adios. Relationship.